Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Popcorn Heist of the Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, excited to be back. We haven't recorded in kind of a while. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yep. We missed you, my brother. And missed you too. <laughs> yeah, we got a new setup here on a nice, comfy, definitely old, worn couch. Yep, we are on the couch. <laughs> Much more comfortable. Yeah, the, the big, comfy couch. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. Throwback. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're like Very... picking the inner childhood parts of my brain yeah, yeah, right <laughs> so creepy though i feel um, like a, like a lot of shows back then were creepy anyway <laughs> if you are stumbling upon us for the first time popcorn heist is a brand that my good friend nick and i started to share our love for pop culture movies and tv with the world in many different formats i mean we have a blog on our website popcornheist.com we do cool stuff on social media we just started doing trivia tuesdays on our instagram which oh, is yeah. really fun every tuesday uh different theme you could come participate in trivia and we'll roast you afterwards if you get a really bad score it's quite fun i i guarantee you will enjoy being roast oh, roasted yeah absolutely and roast, roasted you'll enjoy being roasted yeah roasted. <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah you can follow us on social media everywhere at popcorn heist if you want to check out more content besides this podcast yep and our website popcornheist.com of course one stop shop for everything yes um so like we said we haven't recorded in a while but we also just finished recording kind of a part one to this episode we just finished recording the best sequels of all time Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about the top five worst sequels of all time. Mm-hmm. And as we know, sequels are not always as good as the first one. They don't always live up to the hype. Sometimes they they over they outperform the first one, as we talked about in our last episode. So yeah, if you're stumbling upon this episode for the first time, definitely check that one out. I highly recommend checking that one out because we talk yeah. about some really uh, the best of the best. Honestly, in our I mean. Obviously, Nick and I haven't seen every movie, but from the movies that we've seen, it's yep. it's some of the best sequels that uh, we agreed upon, and then we combine them to create a, the ultimate top five uh, best sequels list. Yeah, killer top five, <laughs> and, and we landed on a great top five. If I'm if I do say so myself, yeah, right. <laughs> but a lot of people criticize sequels because they're like, oh, they're they're just a cash grab. Like, uh, oh, like there's no original ideas anymore. Like people are just pumping out sequels and sequels and sequels all the time when they're not really warranted and that's what this episode's about we're going to talk about sequels that there's a few on my list that i hate yeah i won't won't lie i i get angry (laughs) (laughs) and and there's honestly sometimes it's just hard to recapture the magic and some sometimes uh as we mentioned in our in our other episode a good sequel will be able to recapture the magic but build upon it yeah and other times sequels just try to do the same thing as the first one and don't actually add anything new and that's really when they fall flat because it, it gets stale. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a big problem that many sequels have. Yeah. And sometimes 
bad sequels are enjoyable. Like there are some bad sequels that are oh, like yeah. oh, sometimes oh, bad oh, movies are enjoyable. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I was just saying there's a fair amount of movies that aren't the best that me and Nick like oh, to yeah. watch. Oh yeah. But I wouldn't say that they fall on some. Most of them fall under the category of worse sequels. But there's uh, the ones that we picked today. We feel are worthy of being called the worst sequels. I agree. So Nick and I each came up with a top five if you want to call it and then we're going to reveal them one by one going from five to one and then at the end like we did for the best sequels we're going to combine them into the ultimate top five worst we will try to agree on a top five list which actually went well last time but um we haven't seen each other's list ever no i, I haven't seen jake's list he hasn't seen my list honestly i just decided on my list right before the episode every time i look at the list i feel like i switch it um, oh mine was very easy to, to decide i think yeah <laughs> well the order and everything is tough sometimes the order is the order is yeah. tough um also to be clear these are second installments when we're saying sequels we're not including third installments if we're including third installments it would be uh, it would be, it'd be a mess because there's a lot of bad third installments a lot yeah. of bad third installments so for example um if i wanted to include x-men 3 the last stand i wouldn't be able to because that's the third installment of the trilogy yeah. i would have to say x2 but x2 actually ended up on the best well, sequel we mentioned it i don't think it ended up on our well but it was it was it was well, um just want to say x-men 3 would not be on the worst sequels of all time it's not great but it's not the worst ever yeah yeah i think it's definitely doesn't it's not as bad as the ones we're going to talk about today yeah but yeah. anyway uh, every episode, me, Jake and I were roommates in college. We bonded over quotes. Um, ask any of our friends. Ask our family. We'll just throw out a quote and see if each other can guess it. I do it to my brother when Jake's not around, <laughs> when I'm bored. Um, yeah, he, he needs a lot more hints than you do a lot of the time. Uh, usually we're able to get it, but whatever. We, we bonded over quotes. And so we, we like to start every episode of the podcast with a applicable quote. Mm -hmm. And today we have... A very specific one from uh, one of our beloved franchises, Star Wars. Not the first Star Wars quote we've chosen for an episode, but very, very, very applicable one. Yeah. And it is from the iconic Viceroy Gunray in The Phantom Menace. And he goes, this is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. <laughs> one of our favorite quotes. We quote yeah. that a lot. We do quote that a lot. But it's yeah. so usable. Sometimes franchises can get out of hand and then there's two of them and, and they're not always the best. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it didn't start off yeah. as being the best and then now there's two ones yep. that aren't very good. And it is not a good situation for anyone just as two Sith Lords were not a good situation for Vice Roy Gunray. But I yeah. digress. So I think you started off the list last time. So would you mind if I started off with my number five? Honors, Jacob. <laughs> All right. Number five, SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge Out of Water. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. See, this bad list is tough because there's so many that I just this, might not think of. Yeah. There's so many bad sequels, but that's a very good one. I've only seen that movie once. I've only seen the second one once. Yeah, I've only seen it once. I was I was wondering if you were going to agree with me and consider that it is a I looked it up. I did extensive it's research and people consider it as even though it's a completely different animation and all it's that. It's a sequel. But it's a SpongeBob movie. It's a sequel. Yeah. It's a sequel. And as I stated earlier, some of these on the list today make me angry. This movie makes me angry <laughs> i am nick and i are both big spongebob fans but Huge. i love spongebob and we grew up with like the classic the golden age years of spongebob when steven hillenberg the original creator was was still making the show before i think he 
I, I don't want to miss give misinformation. I'm maybe I think he got ALS and that's what he passed away from. He mm-hmm. was he was young. He passed away a few years ago. Mm. Um, but uh, for a while, like he gave up control and other people were making SpongeBob, and that's kind of like when it declined a little bit. I would say it declined after the first movie. Yeah, I feel like the first movie was a mile somewhere. Really declined after that. Yeah. I think I, I'm not sure when exactly he left. Um, but yeah, I I feel like for this one, when it was coming out, it was expected because the show was already on the downhill. So what? Yeah. I wasn't like physically mad because when it came out, I was like, it's not gonna be good. No, I I that didn't make me physically mad because mm-hmm. I yeah I expected because I knew Steven Hillenburg wasn't working on it. And I was like, it's definitely not gonna be as good. I mean, what makes me mad trash is one of the reasons why the show is declining is because they deliberately just ignore continuity. Oh yeah. It does not show. make no, but it's <laughs> no. But I see what you mean. SpongeBob was created to be like I see what you mean. More like adults love SpongeBob. There's a reason why yeah. it sticks around, and we You're quote right. SpongeBob all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a kids show. Like I like the old SpongeBob is like will live on. Like those quotes are buried deep into my psyche, where I remember so many SpongeBob quotes and SpongeBob moments. And I'm a big stickler for continuity in movies. And SpongeBob. And- well, I no, agree with you. No, hear Kid me out. Kid shows need continuity, too. Hear me out. Hear me out. In this first SpongeBob movie, they literally leave the ocean to go meet David Hasselhoff and go to Shell City. Great, great scene. They're, they're breathing fine. Yeah. Everything's all fine and dandy. Like, they 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 just literally just walk out of the ocean, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. This whole movie has, like, I don't know how long. I don't remember how long it is, but a significant amount of the movie is them, and they have to get, like these magic powers granted to them because they're saying we can't walk out of the ocean we'll die like completely ignoring the events of the first movie and there's even an episode in the early seasons where they walk out of the ocean and they're and they're completely fine that's a big thing that they're able to another it doesn't happen in this movie but it's it's part of the decline of the whole episode that you're talking about is like i mean like come out here the water the 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 air is fine Yeah, Yeah. yeah but um this isn't part of the movie but again another example of them just ignoring continuity remember the whole big special where johnny depp was in the episode called the big one where spongebob versus the big one that was later but yes kind of it was in between the first movie and the second movie and it's about him like being stranded on an island and he has to ride this big wave yes i do remember that and he's crying that like i don't the whole episode is him being nervous because he's saying i don't know how to surf Mm. where literally i can't tell you how many episodes in like the first few scenes of spongebob is him and goo lagoon surfing Oh, but that's not from the second movie. No, but that's... I'm that's just saying, like, another one, yeah. example of, like, the downhill SpongeBob where they're just ignoring continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the third example, the third movie that's about to come out on Paramount... Third plot hole! <laughs> Jake's gonna have a whiteboard with, like, like he's gonna be, like, the Charlie meme from yes, Always Sunny. literally. This, of, of SpongeBob plot holes. This stuff gets me like Charlie is in that meme. I... It gets me so pissed off. You know the new SpongeBob movie that's literally coming out like in a few weeks on Paramount Plus. Sponge. I didn't know that was happening, but okay. SpongeBob Sponge that. on the Run. Uh-huh. The entire plot of the movie is that Gary gets lost and he has to find oh him. Oh my god, that's bad. That there was is, a whole special a... episode. Gary, come on. Yeah, that's a great song. Great episode. Like that gets me so yeah, pissed that's off. Annoying. Well, don't do the same thing again. No, like, and they're trying to make it like it's original and that. And, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to go against my word, but I have another example of when they just ignored continuity. Is now they're also coming out with this new SpongeBob prequel show called Camp Coral that's coming out on Paramount Plus soon about SpongeBob when he was a kid. And oh. he's in like a summer camp with Sandy and Patrick and Squidward and Plankton and Mr. Krabs <laughs> and Larry the Lobster. <laughs> Bless you. 
Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, he's in a summer camp as a little kid with Patrick and Sandy and Mr. Krabs and Plankton and Squidward. Was there not maybe the first episode of SpongeBob is he first meets Sandy when he's a when he's an adult that's, and she moves? Yeah, to that's the, probably the worst one. Just blatantly ignore like just it's a slap in the face to SpongeBob fans like us. And this movie was just lazily told like. Not only was half the movie dedicated to them granting these powers from like the space dolphin who gave them powers to like breathe outside of water, but then they like use this magic book to like give themselves Avengers like powers. It was just so lazy. Like, let's just make like, oh, superhero movies are hot. Like, why don't we yeah. just like I mean, make the best them superhero into superheroes? SpongeBob is also already down. Mermaid Man that. and yeah. Mar- Barnacle no, Boy. No, I'm saying the one with um, the Super Acquaintances one. I oh, forget the yeah. full name. The, interna- the International Justice League of Super there Acquaintances. See, see, this is what I'm saying. Jake is good with quotes. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't, uh, that's all I'm going to say about it, but just like, it was lazy. It is blatantly ignoring continuity. It gets me so pissed off. And like, the SpongeBob animation, if it's not broke, don't, fi- if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why, why are you making them all like into 3D animation? Like, yeah, yeah. it kind of looks cool, but like, I don't, I don't need that. Like, yeah. I mean, and might I say, the first SpongeBob movie is spectacular. Amazing. It's sick. Amazing. And and honestly, that was they really did update the animation for that movie, but it worked. It did. It was still two yeah. D and like it wasn't like a crazy jump like So I could agree. I could agree with that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even think of that as a sequel, but I, I could agree yeah, with that. I, one. I went on for a while, so I'll okay. let you do your, your number five. <laughs> okay. My turn for number five. This okay. This is a, a somewhat recent one. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's the I didn't even of Grindelwald. think of that. Sometimes you forget the new one. That's a good one. Yeah, that one was it was bad. It was honestly I didn't think the second one was as bad as everyone thought. Um, I also don't think the first one is like anything to really really write home about. I think the magic of Harry Potter was a little bit lost from the start. Like, but it was it was working for the first one. I, I was excited to see where it built up to. I was very very excited to see Grindelwald. Grindelwald. I, I can't pronounce it. Um, Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. Grindelwald. I'm going to say Grindelwald from here on out. Um, (laughs) um, Johnny Depp's like such a great actor. And he didn't didn't do bad as Grindelwald. There were some cool magic scenes, but it was just like a mess. Like I just like didn't care much by the end of it. It Like it was just I didn't care much. I agree. I I think that's all you can really say about this movie is that it was sloppy. And like like, I won't say that the, the story was lazy or or lacking because i feel like if they did just sort of reframe it and write it a little better and connect the dots a little better then it could have been more effective but i feel like it was just a lot of stuff thrown in all together and wasn't connected in like a cohesive way and kind of like skipping over beats and like ignoring continuity a little bit too like what's the the muggles name uh, Kowalski I think yeah he just kind of has his memory back I feel like that takes away from like the way I, I don't mind him getting his memory back eventually but like it's not really done in a way that like has any weight with the yeah first he one. just like shows up and, yeah. and you find and out then, yeah I, I sorry no no I was just he just like shows up and like you find out that the girl his like girlfriend like like stole him away and like erased his memory and like yeah and then she like kind of becomes like on Grindelwald's side Sort of. Yeah. What's her name? I forget her name. Uh, Queenie. Queenie, yeah. Like, she kind of becomes on Grindelwald's side. I didn't really like that part of it. That was weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that was when the magic was, like, really lost. And and it had so much potential with Grindelwald in it. And there were some cool, like, effects and scenes, but it just didn't come together well for me. No. Yeah. And a little unclear why it was why it's still called Fantastic Beasts <laughs> also. Yeah. It's not, yeah. I guess, I guess it, they're involved. Yeah. 
it's I, I don't not really as much about that anymore. It was kind of like trying to get to the Donald Duck Grindelwald fight. Yeah, and, and now it's like I mean, you could come back from anything, but like people aren't going to care when the next one comes out as much. No, I mean, and I don't know why they have to get to five movies to get to the fight, which is the, what was that was the original plan. Yeah, I mean, it's like do whatever you want, but like it feels like they're just stretching a little bit, and yeah. like that they, they had. Again, a, a good example of like the stretching is that they had to throw in these twists that don't make re- really make sense. I mean, it could be like Grindelwald lying to uh, what's his name, Credence, mm-hmm. that he's related to Dumbledore, but that like breaks continuity a little bit. You know, the the end reveal, the movie. Spoiler alert! That <laughs> that that <laughs> I just sounded very annoyed to our, to our viewers <laughs> for giving a spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but. Yeah, um, Grindelwald like tells Credence in the end. He's like, "Oh yeah, your your name, your real name is Aurelius Dumbledore." And we're I like, "I can't remember. Is that true? Does that end up being true?" We don't know, but fans are theorizing like, "Oh, Grindelwald could just be lying to him and to like gain his trust or something like that." But that'd be weird. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, don't give me a, a twist and then take it back, and then also don't give me a twist that doesn't make sense. So I don't know which I'd rather, but that's my number five. Yeah, forgettable. Not didn't come together well. A mess. Also, when you have a series. That's so like magical and great to have one that's falls so flat is like kind of sad. It is sad. Yeah, and yeah. there's not even that many redeeming qualities about it. No. Yeah, that's a good one though. I, I didn't think of that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number four. Your turn. Gremlins two. Gremlins two. I don't even know if I've seen Gremlins two. I've seen Gremlins one with you. Yeah. You likely sure. have not seen Gremlins two. <laughs> I don't think I have. Gremlins two, the new batch, it's called. So I'll give you a little taste the of what Gremlins batch. two. The you... bad batch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen Gremlins one. I've seen uh, Gremlins one. Yes. Really not that complicated of a plot for people who haven't seen Gremlins. <laughs> is that a boy comes into possession of a creature called a Mogwai. There's three rules. You they'll die in sunlight. Two is don't get them wet. He finds out that if you get them wet, they multiply uh-huh. into other mogwais. They're cute, cuddly creatures. And then the Very third rule is don't feed them after midnight because they'll turn into gremlins and they wreak havoc on uh, the little town mm-hmm. that they're in. And at, by the end of the movie, he has to give his beloved mogwai gizmo back to the man that he bought him from. So Gremlins 2 sees uh, Billy the owner of gizmo he's working in like an office building gizmo somehow escapes chinatown makes his way to the office building where billy's working and just multiplies the heck like thousands of himself in the office building and like the whole building is under quarantine and there's like news buildings outside like reporting on it but it is the most bonkers ridiculous movie you will ever encounter. This is make me want to watch it. <laughs> you, it. This is probably one of the most enjoyable bad sequels, but yeah. it's just like so ridiculous. Like the first movie is like a classic '80s movie vibe. Mm. Like it's like some people don't don't like it as much and don't think it's that. But I personally love it. Like there are some stands of it. Like it's one of those classic '80s movies where it's got very much like the '80s like vibe of like I don't mm. know like a little supernatural and like like kind of like a just a cute like horror comedy i think that was what they called it um let me give you the slew of different gremlins that they introduce into this movie that are completely just bonkers and unnecessary brainy gremlin who talks and wears glasses and sings new york new york in the end okay (laughs) electricity electricity gremlin which is made out of pure electricity bat gremlin vegetable gremlin female gremlin googly-eyed gremlin uh, the villain is Mohawk, who also turns into a spider at the end. 
the more you speak the more i want to watch this movie (laughs) (laughs) it's incredible but just like it's like lazy jokes and just like absolute mayhem like from one decision to the next you're just like what is going on here hulk hogan makes an appearance and breaks the fourth wall in it it's just like bonkers and ridiculous whereas like how did this happen from this first movie in a, in a sense like i said it's enjoyable and i like respect like that the director was like gremlins are about like causing havoc and like they're like kooky like crazy creatures so what's like the most extreme i can go with that but it's just like you'll watch it and you're just like going brain dead like what am i watching like how did this happen in the boardroom okay this is going to the top of my list yeah <laughs> i need to watch this movie <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds horrible but also yeah. amazing i'll give you one more thing on it is that there's a whole key and peel sketch dedicated to like what was going on in in the writer's room i've uh, seen that skit it is so i have funny. seen that I, yeah i've seen that skit <laughs> he's like the main guy's like all right this should be pretty simple should write itself gremlins too all the same I've stuff seen this. and then yeah. uh one of them walks in he's like i'm the sequel doctor why don't we all design our own gremlins yeah. vegetable gremlin googly-eyed gremlin <laughs> like i've seen that actually yeah it's really really funny you but, ever see the memes where it's like um them inventing snapchat filters and they're like what if we put eyes on there yeah, <laughs> like, yeah on their, where their ears are that's what it sounds like to me yeah that's literally what it is but it's it's an enjoyable bad sequel but it's still like how did we get here from gremlins one i think it's like I don't it's you'll watch it and you'll just be like I I don't under how did this happen how did we get here from gremlins one yeah okay well I want to watch that one Uh, that's on the top of my list from both of these episodes best sequels and worst sequels gremlins 2 sounds like the one I'm most excited to watch so (laughs) it's on HBO max so okay yeah I will have to watch it um moving on to number four Mm, number four um this one's not that bad uh, well that was your number four Sorry. yeah got, got turned around that was your number four my, my my turn for number four is not that bad a movie but it's just so so much lower for me than the first one is iron man 2 okay that's a good one yeah it's not like the worst movie ever but i think it's a bad sequel i think with how good iron man is it's a bad sequel and how pretty much how especially in hindsight with how good everything else in the mcu is and how important iron man is to the mcu and also how important iron man 2 is to his progression it's just not that enjoyable of a movie the final act is not good the villain is like kind of same thing as um not not same thing but he's like similar to iron uh iron monger from the first one he like is just jealous of the stark family and tony stark um they switched war machine on us <laughs> from Terrence Howard to uh, Don Cheadle out of nowhere and just like act like nothing happened which I guess they have to it's the same character but they don't look anything alike um, it's just not that enjoyable of a movie that's a respectable it's a respectable um, entrance for a recast though you know his first line in the movie is they're like yeah I'm here let's deal with it let's move on like and that's that's kind of cool I didn't even realize that yeah uh, also I feel like with the final act and the final battle like it's the one it starts out it's kind of like you're excited with all the drones and then it just ends up like falling flat I think it literally lasts like 15 seconds yeah like, and it's just like yeah. shoot 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 <laughs> it's like not it's really not that like good in the final act low like lowest tier Marvel Marvel MCU villain yeah too yeah and lowest year mcu movie which you can go check out our list on yeah. our blog to see how we feel about it but 
Yeah. No one will argue that Iron Man 2 should be high on your Marvel list. Yeah. No one. I want my bird. <laughs> I want my bird. I kind of <laughs> like that part. <laughs> and honestly, I kind of like Justin Hammer, too. Oh, I think he's a great character. I actually love... You know what scene I love from that movie? The scene when he's in, um, like, the hearing... Iron Man's in the hearing and they're showing uh, they're showing like all the dangerous things he could do mm-hmm. and he's like nope and he like takes over all the screens and shows all the different people trying to recreate it and then it's Justin Hammer's on there and he's like oh is that Justin Hammer? Yeah that's a great scene. Great scene. Um, but other than that really not many scenes to love in that movie. It's sad to say because I think that there's a lot that what that had the potential to be really good in that movie yeah. and then just the execution of it and like small th- like small parts of it like really brought it down like the villain really brings it down uh, the final act really brings it down um and just the first movie the first iron man is so great like i when you when you first said iron man 2 i was like oh but like there's some good moments in there but like when you really compare it to the first it's like yeah i think that's uh, really steep, the big yeah steep. iron man 1 is great great and one of the best mcu movies one of the best superhero movies ever yeah um also black widow's entrance is like not a bad it's not a bad thing but you kind of it's just like feels like it's um it's like going through the motions there's no like great moment where it's like this is black widow i like her i like her sequence in the end when she's like beating everyone up but it just never you know i feel like she takes a lot of time to become who she who the character who she which i mean every character takes time to grow but she she it took time for her to become as beloved as she is yeah you know she was kind of just thrown in there as a side character and then grew to be you know a main avenger definitely but even in once you once you go into avengers she doesn't feel like a main avenger she clearly feels like a side character and i don't know she was just kind of thrown in there another positive i will say about the movie is the suit ups the suit up with the suitcase was very cool. very cool yeah I, I will say a good positive of it is that it really i think it does a good job of at least starting the story of the dark side of the stark legacy mm-hmm. is like really going into like how his dad like how he was raised with his dad and stuff like that and uh like how it like what he created like seeps into government organizations and like what it means on a grand scale of like how many lives like his company and his dad ruins like yeah the motivations of the villain like is solid from the Mm -hmm. beginning like you're like yeah they like it's kind of like how we think about big corporations now like yeah like you may like the public figure but like sometimes the the corporation itself has done some shady shit and like like one good thing that they do might not be great for everyone and i think that it touches on that which is really great about it but just how it executes it and everything that surrounds it doesn't do it justice yeah and i also feel like a, a storyline that i always felt like was just kind of put in there is him discovering the new element it kind of like after that after he discovers it and saves himself it just like goes away I feel like it should have been more important of a storyline. Like, I always felt like they spent a lot of time on it, and then he discovers the element, and that's it. Should have been as, and as important as Vibranium after that. It could have been a huge thing in the MCU. It should have been, and I don't think they touch on this enough, but you know that, like, he, he creates that element from his dad's studies of the Tesseract. That, oh, like, I didn't even realize The that. new element is technically, like, his research from the Tesseract. Oh, I forgot. I didn't realize that. Okay. I, I always thought it was from his diorama that... Tony just uses a shape. It is, but like yeah. the the atom is, is it's like from, from the test right. Okay, but the, I feel like it. they don't do a good job of like of bringing that to the forefront. Yeah, maybe all. even not in that movie. And like later on, they could have. Yeah, because but the element doesn't matter, so who cares? No, I guess it saved his life, but like they don't really like harp on it after that. Not at all. Yeah, uh, that's a good one though. Yeah, yeah. So that is my number four. All right, we're on number three. Right, now. Is that a good one or a bad one? 
That's a good. Ba- that's a good, <laughs> good bad, bad choice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Number three. Dun dun dun. Number three. Zoolander two. I have not seen Zoolander two, and don't, for good reason. Don't. And you know what? I believe you. <laughs> don't. I believe you. It's so sad because like it's often that comedies like the sequels are not quality at yeah. all, and Zoolander is probably one of my favorite comedies of all time zoolander is stellar so funny i, I don't want you to see the rest of my list I almost had a face <laughs> up. um yeah it's it feels like so it came out a while after the first one and it feels like one of those ones where they're like sequels are a big thing now like i i guess we could turn this into a sequel you know mm-hmm. um and it's also one of those comedies that's rare that it's really silly and ridiculous and that's why it's funny and that works on in one like on a stroke of like luck mm-hmm. kind of i agree but yeah trying to hit that stroke of luck again and just be silly for a second like i don't even know the plot like try to introduce like a long lost kid that he had and, who was like fat and like yeah foreign and and is, is the girl in it the same girl um no she no they reveal like she died off screen like she's Isn't not that in ben the second Filler's movie wife who plays yeah her? why would she not be in it I, Maybe I she was know. smart enough to know it wasn't going to be a good movie. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like it's right? Ben Stiller couldn't get his wife to come come in and play her again. Yeah, I guess not. I, I've, I don't know. I hate that when they just replace the love interest, especially she's a huge part of that movie. She is. Yeah, can't can't be doing that. It, it's just and it just the plot like was like, I don't know, just mum, like thrown together. I, I really like was painful to watch. Like wasn't funny at all. I, I don't know. That's just sad because. I, I, I just try to pretend that it doesn't exist because I love the first movie so much and I think it's really funny but like I, I, I love the first two Leonard. it's so, so good. I have I haven't seen the second one but I you know I I have to just bite the bullet and watch you it got, you so. gotta but yeah. like it you're not gonna have a fun, fun time oh. <laughs> I, that's the worst when a movie you can't even like find anything to enjoy in it when you watch it and you're like that was a chore watching it yeah you know that, that's the worst mm-hmm the next they, let me tell you about my next two i can't okay? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even scratched the uh, surface of that okay, but uh, what, okay. you're, what's your number three okay i think oh yeah this is a random one i don't think you've seen this one all right this is this is one that was tough to watch definitely um it's actually a horror movie shout out to all the bad horror sequels wish i could put happy death day to you on this list but i haven't seen it i i would assume it's not that good i've heard it's not that good love happy death day one wish i could put the boy two on this Brahms, but again haven't seen the boy two no i haven't seen it either um i have to watch both of those um would highly recommend both the boy and happy death day one um but anyway sinister two I haven't seen it. Yeah. Have you seen Sinister One? No. Sinister One is great. It's so good. It's like a weird concept. It's like, it's like just bad enough. It's like when you move a house, like when you move from one house to the other, like the demon follows you. Sounds stupid, but the first one's really good. Okay. And like, they're like living in the, so it's, I believe the plot is when you move to a new house, the demon follows you there and kills you. And then someone else would then hypothetically move into that house after everyone died. And then they'd realize there's a demon there, move to another house, and the demon would follow them to the next house. And you're following one of the families who moves into one of the haunted houses and then moves to a new place. I forget exactly the exact intricacies of it, but the first one was really good. There's a there's a really – the last scene in the movie is very scary. The whole movie's not pop-out scary. last scene's very pop-out scary. Um it was definitely a good scary movie, and I love horror movies. 
But um, Sinister 2, I remember, they, like, tried to include, like, the officer who, like, is in, like, a few scenes from the first one. And he's, like, one of the main characters. And it just, like, falls so flat and is so different from the first one. And I remember coming out of the movie just being, like, that movie was horrible and horrible to watch and not fun at all and, and not scary at all. And is it, like... Is it the type of movie where it's like the same demons? Like you can identify if it's the same demon? Because often with horror movies, I feel like you end one movie, they kill the monster, and then like the sequel, they just like force away to bring the monster back to life, you know? I think the monster remain. I, I honestly can't, couldn't even tell you. I think the monster remains after the first one. It's like the same type of thing where if you move houses, it follows you. Yeah. And like, it was just bad. It was just not done well. Yeah. I yeah. Mean- Random one. That was a random one that I'll always remember coming out of the second one, like being hyped to see it and then being like, that was just not good. Is it the same family or this? No, they use an officer who was like working with the family in the first one was like, oh, they called the cops and he like kind of does research on it with them and they like throw him in the second one. And he's like kind of the comic relief sort of character in the first one. And then he's like one of the main characters in the second one. That's weird. It's very, it was all very weird. And I came out of it being like, I was like, is that the officer from the first one? Like that, it was just all very weird. Horror, horror is a good one for bad sequels. Yeah, yeah. Horror, horror sequels are usually not very good. But like yeah. Insidious is very is good. The second one I haven't seen. I'm 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 not very into horror movies. Yeah, either, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not a master. I I don't know every horror movie. I haven't seen every horror movie, but I do enjoy watching horror movies. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I enjoy when they're just bad enough. And there's a little bit to laugh at it in there, but the, they're also like engaging. Yeah, the few, like the boy, the boy, the boy's great. <laughs> boy's great. I came out of that movie being like, <laughs> I, that movie was great, and then I saw it and it had like a twenty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, I liked it a lot. It was enter- yeah, it's entertaining. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the few horror movies that I have seen, like it's kind of good, like when they're like, like you said, like just bad enough, but like yeah. they're still good. Yeah. yeah, and Happy Death Day is like enjoyable throughout you love that movie i love that movie those are two movies every time i talk about horror movies i mention happy death day and the boy because they just epitomize something like being just bad that movie was just happy death day makes fun of itself too it does it's just so ridiculous it's it's i i enjoyed it i I had fun watching there's also a montage when uh she's strong well she's like I don't want to get into the whole hot plot of Happy Death Day, but there's a montage when they're playing Confident by Demi Lovato. I knew you were going to mention and that. it's so amazing. You love that. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, who would put that in a horror movie? Confident by Demi Lovato. And it's like her like reliving the day and dying, which is the whole plot of the movie. She relives the day, keeps dying every day, and it's just her, a montage of her dying a bunch of times while Confident by Demi Lovato is playing. It's, it's, it's quite the movie. Sometimes a song can make a scene. So, yeah. I, I have one on a tangent about Happy Death Day and the Boy, haven't I? Yeah. Which ends Look, up happening when I talk good. about horror movies. It's a good tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the, now on to number two. That was your... Oh, we both did number three already. We wow. both did number three. All right. Yep. Well... <laughs> all right. So, you want to mention sequels that are a chore to get through, that you really have to push yourself through? My number two is Cars 2. Okay. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I've seen Cars 2 either. Don't watch it. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I like. I was never a huge Cars one fan, but yeah, me neither. Yeah, I haven't seen Cars. I, I feel like Cars, the first movie when it came out, was right at the cusp of like when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was a little too childish for us, but like mm-hmm. the kids who were younger than us like really loved, loved it, it yeah. and associated with their childhood. But I know some people older, older than us who, who love Cars too, who like it, hold it in glory as like a great Pixar movie, like almost like up to us. Oh, it. it 
it's good like I, like I cars one is is it like a good movie yeah but like yeah. definitely not like top tier pixar in no, my i agree so i was for our blog on popcornhouse.com i was ranking all the pixar movies that were out uh, not including soul but i'm going to update the the list to include soul stay tuned uh, yeah stay tuned <laughs> um and cars 2 was one of the few that i had not seen and i remember i was like all right i gotta bite the bullet like i've heard that cars 2 is just so bad and i was like i gotta bite the bullet and just watch it and it was it literally gave me a headache that's how much of a chore it was okay. one of the worst things you can do with sequels is like you take the comedic relief the policeman in, in sinister 2 and turn them into a main character yeah who Major. is the worst character you can possibly think of to turn into a main character and that's Mater. Yeah. For like okay as comic relief like once in a while, but just imagine that voice just talking and screaming the entire movie somehow thrown into a spy plot about spy cars and spy planes and like this whole like global plot about oil and stuff which actually was the most interesting part of the movie is that like they put this like commentary on like oil companies mm. and like uh, clean energy and stuff which i actually thought was interesting but then they start like oh like mater just trying to be a main character just his voice just screaming around like trying to be a spy and like all this random stuff of them traveling around the world it was it really hurt to watch and i was just like I can't wait for this movie to be over. Like, I already know. I was like 30 minutes in. I was like, I already know this is going to be last on the list, but I can't not watch the whole thing. And I feel like you bring up a good point that sometimes, um, not not Disney, not Pixar, like all kid shows, sometimes they'll like take the, char- the comic relief character and either try to like recreate that or overplay that character. And they'll be like, you know what? People will love more of this character. Yeah. And they made Mater's Tall Tales. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? I remember it, it but short... I, I don't remember what it's about. It was like the sh- Mater's Tall Tales was like, remember Disney Channel would used to have the like short, it, during the commercial shows, like Mike's Super Short Show. It was either between shows or during commercials. Yeah, like the Pixar short sketches. No, that no, 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 no. Like on Disney Channel, like when you were watching That's a Raven. Maybe not, maybe Cars was after that, but. Let's say you're watching That's a Raven, Wizards of Waverly Place. In the commercials or between episodes, they would have like a short thing in the commercials. It would be like Mike's Super Short Show. They mm-hmm. also did Mater's Tall Tales, which was like five-minute Mater stories that were just in between your Disney Channel shows. And no one wanted to see like Get Back to the Show. Um, or at least that's how I remember it. And it was just like, why are you harping on Mater so much? Like, I get you're trying to hype up cars, hype up cars too. But like, I don't need to see Mater when I'm watching a different entire show yeah so, yeah they definitely harped on they were like oh they loved mater let's yeah. make all the merch let's bring them in as much as we can it was just yeah a, a merchandising opportunity that's a lot of people criticize cars as like literally a, a, an opportunity to sell car toys to like yeah like little boys and girls and like that's literally well, why every i felt movie like it's an opportunity to sell toys no but, but especially like little kids love cars like yeah 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 and like selling like spy cars and spy planes and stuff like that like the whole movie the whole plot is just like mate is about mater being like dumb and falling into situations and just watching that over and over for like i think it was longer than an hour and a half too which i was like why does this movie need to be longer than a typical kids movie length of an hour and a half i was like i cannot i need to take a nap now yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> i need that bill <laughs> yeah but that's all i'll say about it i can't go on much more about cars <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah okay i my neck my number two is very recent okay and you know what i didn't think it was gonna be this high honestly if we did this episode a long time ago it 
It would have been before it came out, honestly. If we did this episode, when we recorded the last episode, it would be really? before it came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very recent. And at oh first, I did God. not think I would include it on my list. But as I thought about it more, I was like, this movie is not good. And the first one's great. Wonder Woman 1984. It oh. is bad, yo. It's bad. And honestly, we could have we should have had a whole episode on us ranting about the movie because it's not very good. And honestly, I don't feel like it's one that is a chore to watch. I feel like when I was watching it, I was like I was like enjoying myself. I don't think it was that unenjoyable to to watch. I don't think my head hurt or anything, but it's bad. Like it's very bad. <laughs> I think that's that's rough to put it as your number two. It is like you said, like I, bad. I was like passively watch. Like I was typically now that we do this podcast, I, I like typically when I watch movies, I like have this self commentary in my head. I was like, I don't know if I agree with that decision there. Like they could have executed that better. This one, I was like thinking that, but at the same time, I was like, I'm still enjoying watching this. Like I'm like not not like enjoying, but I'm yeah. like it wasn't like hurting to watch. I was like kind of watching it, like just like okay, like having like an okay time. I f- that's that's harsh I to put actually, it as number I two. I think, uh, especially the beginning, I feel like I was enjoying it in the beginning. I was like, this has potential, but and some of the action is cool, but the to, the wishing stone in in the first place is like you can't bring in a wishing stone and expect it to work out well for you unless you put like very specific rules to the wishing stone and like explain them well. That's the only way it was going to work. They mm-hmm. did not do that. They were like, okay, Pedro Pascal. Spoiler alert for Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, whatever. Not There's really not much to spoil because nothing happened, but okay, we're gonna make Pedro Pascal the stone. He's gonna wish to be the stone and then he's gonna like grant people's wishes over a TV sometimes and like there's gonna be cows walking around and he's gonna like take things away from each person. That's how the wishing stone works, but they don't really explain that until the middle of the movie and it really just doesn't make any sense. Cheetah Turns into Cheetah out of nowhere. She already had her wish, so I don't know how she wished to be yeah. Cheetah. The fight with Cheetah is terrible at the end. She electrocutes so herself bad. in the water. And then the end, they have a great cast. They have a great cast. Mm-hmm. The, the end, it's like Pedro Pascal being like, give me your wishes. And he's like on TV like, I renounce my oh, wish. I renounce my wish. And he like is able to like touch everyone through TV waves, I guess. Sort of. And then you're telling me that all all of Earth renounces their wish? I don't think so. No. Yeah. And, uh, like, it just doesn't make any sense. I will say, though, that I think that it did a good job of how Wonder Woman solves the problem, though. I think the execution was bad, but, like, the idea behind it of, like, that she doesn't need to, like, beat the crap out of this guy to, like, win, that she's, like, a bigger hero than that. I'm is, with it. I So I, I liked that. Uh, but I think that, like you said, like the final battle, literally her just swinging in a circle with Cheetah hanging on her leg. I was like, what is this act? This is not good action. Yeah. The first scene was better in the, in the mall. It was cool, kind of. Oh, yeah. The mall scene yeah. was cool. And, um, and the Steve Trevor thing, too. When, I was about to say, he, yeah. he just takes over someone's body. That I, I completely did not expect that. Like, is she just like having sex with like some random guy reskinned as Steve Trevor? Yeah, that was very weird and i i like that they brought him back and i like okay. that she had to renounce him. very immoral no consent there yeah <laughs> but um yeah the fact that he like took over someone's body was one unnecessary two not explained and three just kind of weird very weird yeah and um what else was oh the scene where she just starts flying was i was watching that and i was like what okay. 
that so, we're looking at so here. her lassoing the lightning bolts was sick awesome so cool but that <laughs> the thing about the flying that i was focusing on was like what the hell was she doing with her hands first she was like she's and then like, she's just like yeah yeah she's, she's like, just, just like, like staring at her hands and like keeping them like triangles and then like just like whipping them to her sides like ah, oh, she looks so weird i'm gonna quote rise of skywalker here like they fly now yeah like does she fly now Ooh. she's supposed to fly in the in the comics like does she fly now is that what i was being told because i didn't get that <laughs> I like mean, i think i was being told that but it was like she was like floating down but like it was all very and weird and why did she not why did she not fly in justice league like Oh, that's before, we won't even yeah. we won't even talk about Justice League. I mean, that's a horrible movie, but that's supposed to take place after Wonder Woman 1984. She doesn't fly. Yeah, and also the whole thing with um the gold the gold armor looked awesome. Yeah, I, it just felt undeserved. She was flying. Okay, so she's flying to the final battle, and then she arrives there and she has the gold armor on. Which what did she stop home and go get it for before she flew there? Yeah, no. Well, the and, CGI for the sorry to interrupt, but the CGI for the flying also was really bad. Oh yeah, agreed. Yeah. But uh, like it just felt undeserved why she put the gold armor on. Like they just mentioned it earlier, and it looks dope, and it doesn't like it's supposed to block a bunch of people fighting you at one time, but it just blocks Cheetah a little bit. It just, it just nothing was deserved. The wishing was a bad choice. Yeah, it felt like they were just cutting to things without like giving it its due like explanation yeah. and its due weight. You know? Yeah. I th- I think it's a little harsh to put it as number two. Yeah, it I don't is know if it, bad. But, it, but and the first one's so good. The first one's great. See, the first one's. If you I, think this one's harsh, you're gonna hate my first one. Oh man. <laughs> so I I like the first Wonder Woman, but I think that the final act is just like a generic like superhero. I agree. Like, I don't love the final act. That's not really what I love about the movie. I I kind of like the reveal of who Ares is, but um. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, the final that the final actual fight is not great, but I think everything with Steve is good in the end. I think the scene when she's walking across the uh, trenches is amazing. Yeah. Great. I, I love the first one. I know not every, I feel like it's generally a love movie. I know there's a few people who really disagree, but um, I love the first Wonder Woman. I thought 1984, I was enjoying watching it up to a certain point, and then it um, kind of fell flat towards the end. Yeah. Even like the scene in the White House was not my least favorite scene ever. I feel like I was enjoying it. I feel like the scene when she's like fighting the guy on the street, it's like, ooh. That's a little harsh. Cheetah. Oh, Cheetah? Meaning, yeah, 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 that was a cool that was I was like, scene. okay, she's yeah. getting a little evil. I like it. Um, calm down there, Cheetah. I love Kristen Wiig. Love her. Yeah. Thought she was yeah. doing great. I thought she was I thought she was doing I thought I, there was a lot of potential there. I thought she was a little awkward in the beginning, but Yeah, but, I yeah. feel like she overplayed a little bit, but I liked it. I liked and I liked her in the beginning. I, and I knew she was gonna turn evil and I was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's my number two. Okay. Maybe it's a little harsh, but Maybe it's just because the moon's fresh. A little harsh, but I, I could see what it's definitely like was, especially since the trailer was so good and like she was like the shining light of the DCEU and then we got that. Like I was like, yeah, I, I understand your pain. Okay. I feel your pain. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're on number one now, right? Yep. Oh, you're not going to like my number one. Uh, I'm, I'm, you're, <laughs> you're making me like really it. nervous. Okay. Your turn. All right, you go I first. I don't think you've seen this one. I don't even think you've seen the first one. Son of the Mask. I've never even heard of it. You've never heard of The Mask, the Jim Carrey movie? Oh, I've heard of The Mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is the sequel to The Mask. Okay. I don't know what they're about, but I have heard of The Mask. So I'll give you a little synopsis. So The Mask is based off of a Dark Horse comic of a character 
called the mask uh, who like was a like a title that's worn by like many people but the main guy stanley ipkiss like finds the mask of loki and when you put it on it brings out like your innermost like kind of like what you wish yourself to be but in the most manic like crazy form mm. so his power he's basically immortal when he has the mask on but he's power his powers are basically like a combination of like deadpool and the tasmanian devil bugs bunny because like he like breaks Sounds the fourth wall and is like super like quippy and like crazy like jim carrey but like he has all these like cartoonish like powers like he'll like literally just like reach in his pocket and pull out like 10 bazookas and like turn himself into like uh like the big bad wolf and just and like blow, blow a house one. down yeah okay. like it's re- really like funny like classic like jim carrey movie like it's i, I love that movie mm. great movie like really funny like he has just like cool powers and stuff um he's very much like deadpool where he's just like joking around all the time but he has like these like crazy like fourth wall like cartoonish powers and uh people are trying to like steal the mask from him and he like uh cameron diaz is in it he's like falling in love with cameron diaz it's just like a good movie Sounds promising. It, it, it's it's a really like just like fun movie to watch okay and the character has like a lot of potential and then the second movie jim carrey's not in it so there that's one bad tick you got there then the whole movie is this I don't even know who the actor is, but he just like doesn't play it well. He's like a uh, a writer or something, and he discovers the mask somehow, and he wears it while he has sex with his wife. So his kid is conceived from the mask, oh, God. and his kid has the powers of the mask. And then the dog starts wearing the mask and fighting with the the kid like Tom and Jerry. And then Loki gets sent down to Earth by Odin. Is like go is find. Is this like a comedy movie? It's supposed to be, but it's not funny. Like is the all. first one comedy movie? Yeah, it's like an action comedy. Okay. And this mm. had no mention of Stanley Ipkiss, like Jim Carrey's character. The dog is is wearing the mask and fighting with the baby, and like Tom and Jerry. Odin sends Loki down to go, like find the mask and like beat the guy up. And, is Loki like, in the first one at all? No. Oh. Oh yeah sounds like a mess like includes the same dog like jim carrey's dog is now somehow this guy's dog now who wants to wear the mask like it doesn't make so the dog is the character that gets carried over yeah is there any other characters that get carried over yeah like a one minor character but he's like it's like insanely minor like sounds very bad and he's the guy the main guy it's really bad bad. and the main guy has like no charisma whatsoever compared to jim carrey as like even when he has the mask on and he's supposed to be like the zany guy he's like i can't even describe he's like a really bad version of joe bluth from arrested development oh no like not the main guy is just like he's like very bland but then when he puts the mask on he's like a horrible version of joe bluth and it's like not funny and like very hard to watch and just like what is going on okay this right one now. isn't sounding as promising as gremlins too no it's it's zane- I, the mask sounds promising that's the, gonna be you on should list. watch the mask the mask is okay. a really yeah. good movie i don't think i'm gonna watch some of the mask but like it's very disappointing especially like it, when when jim carrey didn't sign on you should have been known like this is we should not yeah. green light this this movie yeah yeah it's just really bad <sighs> all right I'm scared to hear your okay. number one. Actually, I think... Uh, I need to take a sip of water first. Yeah, I need to take a sip of water, too. I think uh, a lot of viewers will disagree with me on this one. But... 
people like to remember this one is better than it is because it's part of a good series. And we actually mentioned it, not in this in this episode. We mentioned it in part one, best sequels of all time. Not as one of the best sequels, but it was mentioned. Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom. No! I hate The Temple of Doom. It's really? so bad. It is so bad. It's I watched it and I was like, this is dumb. They go into like the basement of a hotel and find a Temple of Doom. And they're just, like, sacrificing people. And they're, like, under the hotel this whole time. No mention of the girl from the first one. There's just a new girl. It's so bad. It's, it's not bad. It's so bad. I think it's definitely the... the I, I you, honestly have not seen this one in years. So maybe I'm remembering it wrong. But there's a reason I haven't seen it in years. Because I watched it and I was like, that was bad. And I went through a really big Indiana wow. Jones phase when I was a kid. And I would, like, watch the first one. I watched the first one. Then I watched the second one. And I was like... Oh, that one was really bad. Then I watched the third one. Third one's great, as we mentioned in the other episode. Watch the third one, like, all the time. Yeah. Watch the first one a few times again. I, I, I just can't watch the second one again. Oh, my God, maybe, Nick. I, think, I don't know. I've, I'm, I might have only seen it, like, two, maybe two, maybe twice in my life. Okay. Maybe once. <laughs> I don't think so, though. Maybe, maybe once. It's bad. It's really bad. State your reasons. <laughs> I, what I said, they, it just doesn't. The plot doesn't make any sense. Like you don't, it, they don't give you an explanation of what's going on. They just kind of like find the temple of doom in this place, and it's just like these random people sacrificing. How do these people all live under the hotel? And right, is that isn't that what happens? Don't well, they go they, to this like place they're staying in, and they go in the basement? And it's like temple of doom. They they stumble upon this tribe who like worships this stone, and they were like, please, like this stone, like is like they pray to the stone and that it like brings them they think it brings them like good harvest and stuff and they're like please like are pe they're already like completely like sh poor and like starving and they're like please like we need this like this is the only thing that gives our like people hope and you can tell like you, your heart goes out to these people like they're like dying and stuff and they're like it was stolen by these people like they 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 seem like they're like the rich and the wealthy and that they're trying to help but there's something sinister going on there and they've been stealing children from these tribes and like like using them as sacrifices for a cult under, underneath yeah and it's just about the cult underneath and it's just it's just like they spend the whole time in like the they don't there's no like adventure i feel like they spend I, the whole time in the temple i think it's outlandish and a, definitely a very stark turn from raiders of lost ark and uh and the last crusade there's but, no adventure. But I think the there's a lot the of time. a lot of Indiana Jones is like mysticism and like this idea of like higher powers like that he deals with. And I think that this was it's def again, it's definitely like bad. the lesser of the of the three. But and I know some people don't like Dare it, but it's I not say, bad. The lesser of the four. No way. <laughs> no way. Get out of here. Listen. I, I, I'm just saying what the you it's worth the, Honestly, the crystal skull is so much I don't remember worse. the crystal skull that I remember the skull the crystal skull is the one I remember the least I think it might it might be the one I saw first when it was like first in theaters oh my god and then I think that's what might have been what put me on Indiana Jones kick after that I don't remember exactly the progression of everything and I I, I don't remember like absolutely hating the crystal skull as much as everyone else and I, there's an adventure there. It is. I liked it when I was a kid, but like it's clearly it's not as. You know what I didn't like when I was a kid? What Temple of Doom? I loved the whole minecart oh. scene where they're like they're chasing through the tunnels and they're like he's hitting like the the other two minecarts are like racing next to each other and he's like beating the people up through the mine scene. You don't remember that? Not really. 
I blocked it. They're like on a mine cart, like in a, in, in like they're riding past lava and stuff. And like the, the cult members are like following them on a mine and he's like whipping them and like pulling it. I thought I was like one of my favorite scenes as a kid. I also feel like the, the cult as like the, the antagonist of the movie was like boring compared to like actually like, like I'd rather other people who are like pursuing the same goals as Indy. Rather than, like, this cult that just lives underground. You know what I mean? Like, it was more interesting in the other movies when there was, like, other people who were competing with him to, like, get to the end goal. Not him, like, trying to go against this weird cult that, like, lives under the ground. Again, I'll agree. It's very, very different and, and, and weird compared to the others. Especially since, like, he's an archaeologist and, like, this one feels like... He, it's weird that he's like just liberating like slaves when he's supposed to be like an archaeologist, like yeah, finding these cool like artifacts. Which, but I think like the stones that he's searching for, like he studied them and like they're actual yeah, archaeological object, like. But it's like defeating the cult base. It's not like find this powerful object first. Based. It's more based on the cult, but it does have the elements of, like, he's searching for something that's based in what he studied and in all the mysticism and, like, uh, like spirituality that's, like, like woven throughout the the other two. And I also feel like... I like how you don't even mention the fourth one, but, like, I, I feel like having objects that, like, I learned about as a kid, like, having the um, the Ark with the Ten Commandments, right? The Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, yeah. yeah. The Ark with the Ten Commandments in it, and the um, Holy Grail being like the objects that like it's kind of cool to like connect, connect, like connect to like things I learned about when I was younger and things that are like actually historical objects or or religious objects, um, not just like this stone that was made up and this cult that I don't know. I hate the Temple of Doom. I think it's horrible. I hate it. I, think I like that. I like will never forget coming out of that movie and being like that. I cannot believe I, that you have to I've watch seen. it again with the, try to. Get, <laughs> okay, maybe I'll get back to you, but I, I don't know if I ever want to. I think that that's again. so harsh to put it. Number <laughs> so one, bad. that is. I so like will harsh. always remember coming out of that movie, and and it makes it worse that the third installment's really, really good, like just, like on par with the first one. It makes it worse that the second one is like that bad. I, uh, or in my opinion that bad but sorry sorry all of you Indiana Jones fans I'm an Indiana oh, Jones man. fan too I just hate the Temple of Doom oh I still like the Temple of Doom <laughs> I hate I, the I, I, the only of part Doom. I hate about the Temple of Doom well there's also like some very outdated things in it like a little bit offensive some some of the stuff yeah, can yeah, be yeah. kind of offensive yeah. in it. but uh one of the things I don't really like is I hate the bug scene because, you know, I'm not a bug guy. The whole scene where they're, like, trying to find the secret levers to get to the oh, cult. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there's, like, tons of bugs that they're, like, you got to feel through. Oh, God, I hate that scene so yeah. much. Well, well does, the first one has um, – is it a snake scene? Yeah, but – Yeah. I don't really – I have a very – I'm horrified of bugs. I think they're disgusting and, like, I can't yeah. stand to – I feel like snakes is, like – you expect to see that in like a movie and that's like his thing he's afraid yeah. of snakes in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you know that so we have a whiteboard here and nick <laughs> cringes at the sounds when like the metal scratches that oh, how yeah. you feel like that is like you know the sound of like bugs in in movies and stuff like i feel like that whenever i hear yeah. I, like my skin crawls for like, me it's not 
nails against chalkboard. It's metal against other metal. It's like sleek metal against other metal. For you, it's bugs. Bugs. <laughs> I mean, no one likes bugs, but I, I could deal with it. Never like the sound and so. Yeah. Uh, I could deal with it in the movie. You're like, you're like Ron Weasley. Well, that's spiders. You don't like spiders either, though. No, I hate spiders. Anyway. Yeah. Away from Jake's fears. All right. Well, <laughs> back on the sequel. Bad I, sequels. I don't think I can ever convince you about Temple Doom at the moment, but I think that's so harsh okay. to have. Well, we won't one. make it the number one worst on the consolidated list. I'm gonna have a hard time putting it on the top on the five at all. <laughs> maybe we should start from five and put that as five as yeah. a compromise. Um, you don't even want to put it as five. We're putting I re- it as five. I don't want to, but we what? have to. I guess not. Uh, we have we have to put it as five. That one's bad. Okay, we're putting it as five. I'll kind of, no. That's as far as I'll compromise. <laughs> okay. That's as far as I'll compromise. Oh, I know that one's not generally known as a bad sequel, but it is. Some, no, people like definitely are like, that one's not as good as the other two, but like I don't think anyone hates it, anyone as, much hates as, it as much as you do. I hate the Temple of Doom. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So we'll put that as five, maybe. Oh. Okay, we'll put that oh. as lower. We, let's start at one. Okay. Let's start at one. What do we have? We had Indiana Jones, Wonder Woman, Sinister, Iron Man, Fantastic Beast. What was your five? Uh, Son of the Mask, Cars 2, Zoolander 2, Gremlins 2, SpongeBob 2. Oh, those are good ones. Yours are stronger than mine, I feel like. Um, which one do you think we should put first? What, Son of the Mask. Is that one... Hmm. This is hard. We haven't, all, we haven't seen all of each other's. Um, yeah, that's hard. I, I would probably say... Zoolander two and Son of the Mask could be could be candidates for the top. Which ones did you say again? Indiana Jones Temple. No, but, no, but the other one. No, I, I could see those being. Um, mine was Wonder Woman, Sinister, Iron Man two, and Fantastic Beasts. I feel like those are. I could see those being one, two. Both of your top. You you said um, Son of the Mask and Zoolander two. Son of the Mask, Zoolander two. I could see. I could see those being because we don't agree with. You don't agree with Indiana Jones, so we're putting that lower. And Wonder Woman, okay, Wonder Woman's a little harsh. So we'll put those as one and two. So you choose which one's one, which one's two. Um, I think Son of the Mask is... Son of the Mask one, and then Zoolander two? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, obviously Cars two. I definitely think Fantastic Beasts is a, is a good one to put. Okay. To put well, we're like switching up. We're bringing the fives up. We're bringing the ones down. Yeah. Okay, Fantastic Beasts. Okay, I'm with Fantastic Beasts as three. Yeah. And then Cars. Cars, yeah. And then... I, I, I think SpongeBob cannot be on the list because I, that's mainly through my deep-seated like hate with the continuity SpongeBob errors. SpongeBob plot holes. Yeah. That's a good one, but no. that Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be okay. on the, in the consolidated okay. five. Okay, And neither... I guess Gremlins 2 doesn't have to be either because it's like there is some enjoyment out of its like ridiculousness, but like... I just think it's bad. That's why I was on my five. Okay, I'll take Sinister Two off because that one's a random one. So that that's a that's a like you you gave a strong argument. No, we'll one, take though. Sinister Two off because Sinister Two almost represents a lot of horror movies that have bad sequels. I we could take that one off. I don't know if I don't specifically remember enough to make a case for it to be on the consolidated list. Um, I'm gonna say Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Or <laughs> wait, so we have Son of the Mask, Zoolander Two, Fantastic Beasts, Cars Two, Cars Two, and then <sighs> could be Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, man. It's bad. Oh, 
Could be Wonder Woman or, or Iron Man too. I mean, if you really, I personally think Wonder Woman because they just like so many things. Wonder Woman two is worse than Iron Man two of a movie. Yeah, I and, and I, yeah, I feel like that one's got to be a worse sequel because Iron Man two is better than Wonder Woman two. Iron Man one is better than. It's like same as Wonder yeah. Woman. Maybe a little better. I, I know you really hate Temple. If you really want to put Temple Doom as five, I guess. But I would. I'm inclined to say Wonder Woman two because I'm. I'm maybe I'm biased, but I think that Wonder Woman two made made more decisions that didn't make sense. Whereas Indiana Jones kind of had some ties where like it tied to the mysticism and the archaeological aspect, but just some of it was a little weird. Oh, uh, mm. I'll I'll uh, I'll 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 say Wonder Woman. I I trust your judgment a little bit about Indiana Jones. Like I said, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I just hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put Wonder Woman two as five. Oh wow! Mm. Worst sequels of all time. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm with that or Temple of Doom. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Do you think everything else is is ranked well? Yeah. So it would be um. What, what, oh, some of the Mass Zoolander two, um, Fantastic Beast Cars two, and then either Indiana Jones or Wonder Wonder, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I personally hate Temple of Doom more than I hate Wonder Woman. But I, I I do I do trust your judgment on Temple of Doom because you've seen it more recently than I have. Well, I'm gonna say Temple of Doom. <laughs> it's so tough, though. Oh, it's so tough. That's tough. I don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you, either. You know, I'm. I feel like I'm biased. You know, I've maybe I, I maybe I could be biased, but I think that's harsh to say Temple Doom as as the top five worst of all time. Either way, we're gonna get some hate on social no, media when are. we post these. <laughs> um, that doesn't matter though. I like getting hate. Um. I'm going to say Temple of Doom, personally. I hate Temple of Doom. I thought it was so unenjoyable. <laughs> That's so hard. Um, we could do a tie for number five. No. We no. don't do ties on lists. I want to do rock, paper, scissors. I don't know how else we're going to decide. One of us is going to have to concede, aren't we? Um, let, let's do... um. No, we should do Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we do rock paper scissors? Oh, that's that's. I don't like deciding that way. We could let's put it to a vote on social media. How about that? Which let's one's the worst sequel? You want to do uh, versus series? Yeah, I like that. Ooh, versus series wow. this, this Saturday, and then uh, this Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. This is how Popcorn High's brainstorming there goes. There we go. Shake we on go. it. Shake on it. Okay. <laughs> great. Which one's the worst sequel? All you right. You heard it here first. Temple of Doom or um, Wonder Woman 1948. 
1984. 1984. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I knew that. I said it earlier. <laughs> I knew that. All right. So, um, versus series on our Instagram story uh, will determine. You guys can get to determine uh, what's going to be number five on the top five worst sequels of I all like time. That. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, this was fun. This yeah. was fun. Yeah, if again, if you if you're wa- if watching or listening to this one first, uh, definitely recommend listening slash watching uh, the best sequels of all time episode because I think we had some good dis- discussions there. Agreed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't, I'm excited to be I'm back. Very in excited it, man. to yeah. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited that we're doing a versus series to decide. Yeah. This, this is not planned. No, not, <laughs> not, not planned, planned at all. <laughs> I promise. That's but the best yeah. stuff when it's not planned and you yep. just come. Yeah um yeah we're gonna try to get episodes out more frequently for you guys uh hopefully things will get easier when this this crazy world and all this stuff pandemic yeah (laughs) hopefully the vaccines are gonna make things a little better but yeah um regardless we always have content for you guys coming out you know we mentioned trivia tuesdays uh every tuesday on our instagram story it's really fun we'll roast you and we'll roast you versus series every saturday and also should we mention rapid, yeah. rapid fire? Oh, first announcement of uh, rapid fire versus series. Yep. First, uh, going forward, first Saturday of every month, we are going to do rapid fire versus series where we're going to ask a question um, a few times. And uh, so, for example, it would be like all of the questions of that Saturday would be um, who portrayed this character better. This is just one example. And it would be 10 questions all asking the same question with, um, and you would, you'll be able to vote on each, each one. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like, Maybe not 10 every time, but we're going to do a bunch for the first Saturday every, every, of every month instead of just one like we usually do on Saturday. Yeah. And we also are working on a little project for you guys, uh, which is our Patreon page, which is mm, going to be yes. revealed soon. And that's where we're going to be offering a lot of exclusive content for you guys. Uh, you know, if you really like what we've been putting out, then uh, it's an opportunity for you to support us. And then we're just going to keep providing more high quality content for you guys. Exclusive stuff where you get to interact directly with us and maybe win some prizes and mm-hmm. get some interesting content for especially there's a lot of fun for you competitive ones oh competitive (laughs) ones that's all i'll say yeah competitive (laughs) ones and big time nerds too because uh all this uh marvel content's coming out we got more star wars stuff coming out so nick and i thrive in that yes we do yeah yes we do well this is this has been really fun i'm so happy to be back podcasting again uh thank you guys for tuning in uh you could catch this podcast on our website popcornheist.com or spotify apple music and pandora i guess and (laughs) (laughs) you'll have to you have to listen to the other episode to get that joke but already creating some inside jokes here uh but you can catch our podcast uh pretty much anywhere uh there uh, there's podcast streaming and yeah join the heist join the heist